Barry Soper, senior political correspondent with us now. Hi, Barry. G'day, Heather. What do you make of that poll? Uh, yeah, well, uh, it's sort of fairly close to the uh, other opinion polls that we've seen uh, recently on TV3 and TVNZ. But, um, you know, we see in this one that um, uh, National is ahead by 3%. Um, the interesting thing to me, though, is, uh, and this is the thing that uh, parties have to worry about, 49% of people believe the country was on the wrong track. Now, that was compared to 42%. Uh, who believed that it was on the right track. So, you know, when, you, when you've got that, you've got a real problem. And also 77% of people felt poor or not so good about the economy, while 22% uh, felt that it was fine. Um, and that's one of the largest gaps since the pandemic. Now, you know, forget who's going to govern and who's not going to govern at the moment. I really think that uh, it's that mood, that malaise that we've talked about, Heather, that's going to be the biggest concern. Uh, Chris Hopkins, uh, he is out polling uh, Christopher Luxon. Again, not terribly um, surprising, considering a new incumbent in the job always gets a bump, 35%, because don't forget he was nowhere uh, before he before he became prime mm. minister, um, and uh, Christopher Luxon's on 27%. But look, uh, the fact of the matter is that um, national, we've got to hear a lot more policy out of them. Uh, we've got to know uh, Christopher Luxon uh, a lot better than we do. And the fact is that um, he's getting out and about. He's holding a number of public meetings. So I think that'll be the way that uh, maybe people will get to know this man. What do you reckon of Grant Robertson's job selling the policy bonfire yesterday? Oh, well, you know, I listened to an interview with him and I almost fell off my chair because uh, he was disputing, I mean, he was talking about the uh, TBNZ-RNZ merger um, and uh, disputing that money had been wasted. Now, um, there's some debate on how much money was spent on consultants in the uh, lead-up uh, to the merger. And don't forget, on paper, at least, it was meant to be underway at the beginning of next month and fully operational by July. So uh, they were well on the way. Um, uh, basically, what Grant Robertson is saying is there's an argument about whether money is wasted or money is spent. He said if the question uh, is being asked about uh, how much money they've actually spent allocated in the budget last year, he said, was around $23 million. So, uh, and not all that money has actually been spent. So it seemed it's okay because <laughs> it was allocated in the budget. I mean, honestly, um, it's a bit like the uh, Birkenhead bike bridge, for goodness sake. 51 million uh, thrown into the Auckland Harbour on that one. And this one, again, on something that was never going to I work. I mean, look. It was a ridiculous policy. I have some sympathy for Grant, right? But but it only goes so far. I have sympathy for Grant because he is dealing with such massive numbers in the economy that to him genuinely 16 million 23 million is chump change. But but I think he needs to he needs to stop giving that impression to people because to to us it's a lot of money. It's a lot of operations in hospitals. It's a lot of reduction in uh, yeah. uh, the waiting list that people are uh, looking for operations. Um, and then he went on to defend Labour. He said Labour has achieved plenty despite stiff opposition. And then he went on to say the ban on future oil and gas exploration. Hello? Uh, we're importing coal to keep the burners going. I mean, really, the, the arguments are spurious. 
And I've got to say what Grant Robertson also said, you've got to be nimble in government. You've also got to be knowledgeable and to know when to bring um, policies and try and put them in place. Now, let me guess, you're going to have a gigantic whinge because one staff member got a bonus of up to $560,000 at the super fund. Well, you know, the super fund, and I know all your listeners will know well, the super fund was established by Helen Clark, was known as the Cullen Fund, Michael Cullen, and it was basically there to um, uh, help meet the rising cost of superannuation. Um, And uh, the former CEO of it, incidentally, Heather, was uh, Adrian Orr, and he left to go to the Reserve Bank. His salary there, and that was back in 2016, was $1.2 So you can imagine what people that work at the Super Fund are on now. But no, $1.2 million, well, it'll be considerably more than that, is just not enough. Uh, Bonuses have increased by 50%. In just one year, and like you said, one staff member got a bonus of up to $560,000. Now, um, prior to that, the largest bonus paid by the fund was uh, up to $360,000. Well, it was uh, miserly compared to that. And in 2020-21, the top bonus was really quite miserable, up to $325,000. But honestly, the argument that's put up to me is uh, quite spurious. And it's put up to the uh, guardians of the superannuation fund board chair, Catherine Drayton. What she said is, and a lot of people may disagree with me on that, uh, on this, but um, she said, if you essentially, uh, if you're unable to attract and retain the very best people in a highly competitive investment sector, then the taxpayer will miss out when the fund is unable to achieve the best returns. But honestly, bonuses for up to almost 200 people. I'm surprised there are so many working at the fund. But nevertheless, it is worth uh, $55.7 billion. So it's a big fund. But they, uh, they had a negative return last year. So they're not doing that well all the time. Barry, it was a bad year on the markets. Barry, I'd love to argue with you about this, but I'm not going to argue with you because on a special occasion, it's your birthday. So happy birthday, Barry. <laughs> right? Okay, enjoy Thank you, that. You're welcome. Barry Soper, senior political correspondent. We'll beat him up again tomorrow. 